<clears throat> Welcome everyone to a very special all Parsha program on the Ramban, on Parsha's Boy. We've mentioned that Rav Shlomo Woba taught that there are four things that every Jew must know, one of them being the Ramban's commentary on Chumash, because Ramban's commentary contains so many fundamental uh, inyanim and subjects of Machshavas Yisrael, of Jewish thought. And of all the Ramban's comments on Chamishi Chumshe Torah, and I don't say this lightly, perhaps, not perhaps, very likely, the most important and fundamental piece in all the writings of the Ramban are the Ramban's <coughs> comments at the end of Parshas Boy. So that's what we will be focusing on uh, today. We'll try to read inside these... Uh, immortal words, these eternal words of uh, the Ramban explaining the fundamental role of the events of Yitzhiya Mitzrayim in our history, in our Jewish observance, the role that it places in our mitzvahs and in our very creation. <clears throat> and the Ramban says, this the Ramban can be found, Perak Yud Gimel, Pasuk Tes Zayin. Says the Ramban, this is in the middle of his piece, now I will tell you a rule. For the reason for many mitzvahs. <clears throat> the Ramban then <clears throat> goes on to explain to us the history of the development of Avodah Zarah. He says, From the time that Avodah Zarah was in the world, From the days of Enosh, The attitudes, the opinions, began to become corrupt regarding the faith in the Creator. And the Ramban outlines for us various types of kafira of heresy that began to develop. Says Ramban, Mehem from Be'ikr. Some denied the very existence of the Creator. Va'imrim, they said, Ki ha'olam kadmain. The world came first. That's an expression that means there was no Creator. God did not create the world ex nihilo. The world always existed. They denied God. They say it wasn't Him. So some denied God altogether. Some acknowledged the Creator, but denied God's knowledge of the details of the affairs of man. They said, How could God know? Is there knowledge on high? Does God really know what's transpiring in this world? So they were a makhish, they denied Yediya, God's knowledge. Then the Ramban says, Some said, yes, there's a God, yes, there's a Creator, He even knows what is transpiring in this world. They say, they deny God's supervision and His control and His intervention. They render man like the fish. Now, this is a point to analyze because it seems to be saying they're rendering God a man like the fish as if there is no hashkacha pratis to fish. Is that indeed the case? The Ramban certainly implies so. But they said, God does not supervise and inter- interfere and inject Himself and involve himself. There's no punishment or reward. They say, God forsook the earth. Well, says Rabban, when God 
finds favor with a community of people, or with an individual, and he does a wonder with them, by changing the regular running of the world, in its nature. So we have these three groups, some that deny God altogether. Some say, yes, there's a God, but he doesn't know. Some say he may know, but he doesn't involve himself. Well, when God selects a community or an individual and He deals with them with a special care and in a supernatural way, Yisborer Lakoil, it becomes clear to everyone, Bittol Hadeos Ha'ela Kulam, the nullification of these notions. Ki Hamoyfes Hanifla, the wondrous miracle, Moira, that shows. If somebody could override the system, that means this person made the system. Moira that demonstrates Sheyesh Olam Eloka that this world has a God, Mechadshai, <clears throat> who created it. The fact that God could override the system means that God created the world. So every miracle that the Yubanisham performed testifies, authenticates that He's the Creator. Yoidea, He clearly knows what's going on for Him to be aware of how and when to perform the miracle, <clears throat> and he intervenes, and he supervises, and he's involved, and he has ability and capacity. And if that miracle is not only performed, but predicted from a prophet, it also authenticates the truth of the institution of prophecy. That indeed God speaks to man. And God indeed reveals His secrets to His servants, the prophets. Paraphrasing the Pasuk in Amos. And now, if God performs a miracle, and it's predicted through a Navi. That means God created the world. He knows what's happening in the world. He supervises and intervenes. He has ability. He communicates with man. All the tenets and principles of the Torah are authenticated. Says Ramban, the Tiskayim Imzeh HaTorah Kula. The Yvansham thereby <clears throat> sustains and authenticates the entire Torah. So the belief in the miracles of Yitzhak Mitzrayim literally uphold the entirety of the Torah. This explains the words of the Chavis Habavais that the two greatest things that Ibn Sham did for the Jewish people is he gave us the Torah, but also that he performed the miracles of Yitzhak Mitzrayim which authenticate these, uh, which authenticate the giving of the Torah. Therefore, says Ramban, Therefore the Pasuk says, By all the miracles that were performed in Mitzrayim, So that you should know, That I am God in midst of the land. <clears throat> what does it mean, God is in midst of the land? That He is involved, and He is controls, and He supervises. That demonstrates God's supervision. Ani Hashem Mekerva Aretz authenticates Hashgacha Pratis. Kiloi Azavaisa Lemikrum Kedaitim. God did not forsake the world to happenstance and coincidence. The Amar, elsewhere when the Pasuk says, Lamanteda, 
Ki Lashem Haaretz, that you should know the world belongs to God, that is conveying and that is authenticating to teach that God created the world. If God is saying, this demonstrates that the world is mine, why is the world God's? Because God created it. He created it ex nihilo, He created it from nothing. Furthermore, V'yamar, <coughs> So you should know, There's no one like me in the world. That demonstrates, that's conveying the idea of God's ability and power. That the Yerban Shem rules over everything. Nothing could refrain him. Nothing could withdraw him. Nothing can stop him. Regarding all these matters, the Egyptians either denied or were doubtful about. So the, the Makos, authenticated, creator, supervisor, all ability. <clears throat> if so, the signs and the great wonders, Edim Ne'amonim, are faithful witnesses, Be'amunas Haboyre, in the faith in the creator of Atarakal and the entire Torah. So these are very important events. These events literally uphold everything we believe in, all the principles of Torah. So you say, wow, they're so important. Wouldn't it be great if in every generation God performed these miracles? This way, we would all have testimony to all the tenets of the Torah. Creation, God's hashkacha, His ability, and the institution of Nevoah. Well, says Ramban, easier said than done. Because God will not make a wonder and a sign in every generation. God's not making miracles in every generation. For for the eyes of every wicked man or heretic. One of the reasons God doesn't do that, the stipler explains, because that would eliminate free choice. It would be too clear. It would be too uh, obvious that indeed all these uh, principles are true. The story goes that Rabbi Sol Salanter once uh, demonstrated this notion when a father uh, boasted that his daughter was a great musician but no longer believed uh, the tenets of Judaism. And Rabbi Sol Salanter said, Really? You're a great musician? Play for me right now. And the girl said, uh, What, you think I just play on demand? <laughs> It's beneath my dignity just to play because you asked me to. It has to be in the right arena at the right time, at the right circumstance. So Rabbi Swell said, likewise, you think God will just play his music and demonstrate his ability and power and knowledge just upon demand for every Rasha and Kaifer? This is not something God does. Yitzave oisano, therefore God says, my dear people, I command you, I never want you to forget those events that authenticate and verify all of these great principles. You need to make a remembrance and a sign to what your eyes saw. Therefore, you need to always remember all these events and transmit it to your children and your children to their children and further and further until the very last generation. And therefore, all of the mitzvahs and procedures and rituals that we have in the corpus of our Yiddishkeit, 
that remember the Exodus are treated with the utmost severity. The Hechmer Ma'od Be'inyan Azah, God deemed this very severe. K'may Shachiev Kareis Bachilas HaChometz. If one consumes leaven on Pesach, Derchayev Kareis, untimely death. Why? Why is it so severe to eat chametz? Because not eating chametz reminds us of these great events that authenticate that there's a creator who knows, who's involved, who has ability, who speaks and communicates to those who fear him. If we don't bring the carbon Pesach, there's also a chi of kares. What? You know, this is the only mitzvah in the Torah, besides bris milah, that failure to perform it incurs the penalty of kares. Why is it so severe? Because it literally upholds all the tenets of Judaism. God commanded that we inscribed everything that we saw with our eyes. We have to inscribe it on our arm. This way, we don't forget it. It's staring us in the face. It's on our heart. And just in case you might forget, it's between our eyes. It's on our mind. Not only that, maybe it's not enough to tie it tightly on our arms to the extent where it leaves a mark on our arms. Maybe that's not enough of a reminder. Maybe to tightly bind these events to our bodies, to our hearts, to our arms, to our heads. Maybe that's not enough. So God says, do me a favor, write it and post it on every single doorway in your home. Write it further on the openings of your homes and on the doorposts. Now, by the way, there's a little bit of a question on this line of the Ramban because technically in the mezuzah, you only have two parashiyos and in those two parashiyos, we don't discuss the exodus of Egypt. It's only in the tefillin. But as we're going to see, certainly the mezuzah does contain the idea that there's a creator all-knowing. And that's not enough. The fact that you tightly bind it onto your arm, the fact that you tightly bind it onto your head, <clears throat> that is not enough. You need to remember it in your mouth, morning and evening. The mitzvah, zechiras, yitzias, mitzrayim, always to remember the exodus. Like the Gemara says, MS V'yatsev Da'iraisa. The recitation of the paragraph MS V'yatsev that talks about the Exodus is biblical. Mimashakosa from that which it's written. Laman Tizgar Vesyam Tzeischa Meyaretz Mitzrayim. In order that you remember the day you left Egypt, call you Mechayacha. Vishanase Sukkah Bechoshana. Maybe that's not enough. So seven days a year, I want you to leave your home, sit in a booth for the express purpose of remembering the events of the Exodus. Says the Rabban, and likewise, mitzvahs, rabbis, many commandments, whether it's Shabbos, Kiddush, Pidyon Haben, Petr Chamor, this is all so that there should be in all generations, a testimony, a verification, every generation that we don't forget. Because a heretic may say, oh, how do I know there's a God? How do I know He knows? How do I know He's involved? We say, pal, 3,300 years ago, God performed these miracles and we haven't gone a moment of our life without 
focusing and channeling every emotion and feeling and action that we do to remember those events. Whether it's the tzitzis we wear on our garment, whether it's the tzitzis we wear on our arms and our head, whether it's the Shabbos we observe, the sukkahs that we observe, the doors we walk out of. There's no act that we do without remembering these events that are so central to our faith. So that the heretic does not have an excuse to deny faith in God. Says the Ramban, One who buys a mezuzah with one little coin. And he establishes it in, he sets it in his doorway. And he thinks, I'm establishing this mezuzah to declare that there is a creator who knows and is aware and communicates with man. We've already acknowledged through the performance of this mitzvah <clears throat> the creation of the world. And God's knowledge. In his supervision. And the institution of prophecy. And you've come to declare your belief in every principle of the Torah. Just cost a few bucks. You put it on your door and you've thereby upheld the entirety of of Torah's Hashem. Milvad, aside from the acknowledgement, Shahoida, that God does great kindness to those who do His will. That He took us out of that servitude to freedom, the covered Gadol, and He gives great honor, in the merit of our forefathers, that wanted to live with the fear of God. Now, says the Ramban, it comes out. That really, the performance of every mitzvah in the Torah is upholding the central principles of Torah. After all, let's say you do any mitzvah in the Torah. You give a coin. You give a dollar to tzedakah. Why are you giving it? Because God commanded us. Where did He command it? In the Torah. So you're saying, I believe in Hashem, who created the world, who knows what I'm thinking, who's involved in my life, who gives me reward when I do mitzvahs. And you gave us a Torah. So for one dollar, one small mitzvah, you've acknowledged your faith in every grand principle of the Torah. That's why this Mishnah says in Perkei Avos, Have a Zohar b'mitzvah kalo k'mitzvah chamura. Be careful in the smallest mitzvah as if it would be the greatest mitzvah. Shekulan chamurais. They're all gravely important. V'chadivos ma'id. They're all very beloved. Anytime you do a mitzvah, Berchas Hamazain, Chesed, Tzitzis, Tfilin, Shiluach Hakain, Kibbut Avaim, you're doing it because you're acknowledging there's a creator who knows, is involved, gave us a Torah, and you've accomplished these great principles. Says the Ramban, the Ramban takes it a step further. The kavanas kol hamitzvahs, the intention of the observance of all the mitzvahs. If we would have to sum it up and <clears throat> come to an executive su- a summation of what is the observance of mitzvahs all about, shenamin beloikenu is that we should believe in our God, vinoide elov, and acknowledge Him, shehu barano, that He created us. So now the Ramban is saying that these principles are so fundamental that they are literally the purpose of all mitzvahs. So you would say, okay, the Ramban has taken this idea to the full gamut of it's uh, where it could go. No, the Ramban takes it further. 
Not only is this the objective of the observance of all mitzvahs, v'hi kavanas ha That's why God created us. It's not only the purpose of the observance of the mitzvahs. That's why God put us on this world. She'en lanu tamacher rishayna. There's no other reason in the first creation of the world. God has no other objective in creating us. God has no more desire in us other than that a person should know and thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu and acknowledge Hashem created him. So if you wake up in the morning and you say, Hashem, I acknowledge I'm your creation. Not only have you fulfilled the purpose and the objective of all the mitzvahs, you fulfilled the objective of creation. But the Ramban takes this further. Because if the objective of all the mitzvahs in the Torah is to acknowledge that Hashem created us, to acknowledge that there is a Creator who knows and is involved in our life, if the objective of creation is to acknowledge that there's a Creator who knows and is involved in our life, there must be a place in this world that we could gather together and to, and in unison declare, proclaim, acknowledge, articulate this great objective. And in fact, there is such a place. You know where this place is? This place is the shul, the base HaKnesses. Says Rabban, the kavanas roimimus The reason we daven aloud, we raise our voice in tefillah. The kavanas bateknesios, and the intention of shuls bateknesios, uzechus tefillas harabin, and the merit of the prayer of the multitude. Why do we go to shul? Why do we have to daven in a shul? The Ramban holds that the Beis Hakneses is literally the purpose of all creation. The objective of all the mitzvahs is to acknowledge God. The objective of creation is for us to acknowledge God. Therefore, there must be a place in this world that we all gather together to fulfill that objective. That is the base HaKnesses. Therefore, we understand that when the Zayar says that somebody who speaks during the tefillah and in the shuls, secular conversation, mundane conversation, he demonstrates he does not believe in the Creator. These words are not hyperbole. But according to the Ramban, these words take on a reality because we were created to acknowledge our Creator who knows and is involved. We were created to do this in a special location. That location is the base HaKnesses. And therefore, the base HaKnesses is literally the most important place in the entire universe. There must be a place Shaya Livnay Adam Makam that man should have a location, Yiskabsu to gather, Fiyoidulakel, and to thank Hashem Shabaram that he created us, Vimtsiam, and he brought us to be Vyafarsamuza, and we publicize this Fiyoimru Lefanov, and we say before the Creator, Briyasecha Anachnu, we are your creations. In other words, you come to the davening. You have to recite 120 pages. What is the overarching objective of all those words that you're going to say? It comes down to two words. To stand before the Lord. To stand before the Rebbe and say, Rebbe Nisham, 
We are your creations. This says Ramban Vizoy Kavanasam Bamasha Amru Zukhanim Lebracha. This is the meaning of what our sages teach us. Vayikru El Elohim Chaska. They cried out mightily to God. Mikanatalamid. From here we learn Shatfila Tzricha Kail. That Tfila needs a raising of the voice, which is interpreted Chatsifa Netzach Lavisha. Boldness. Crying out in unison can overcome evil. The Ramban then extends this idea that the Ramban says, you know what? We have to read this inside as well. That from these great miracles of the Exodus, of the blood, of all the water that turned into blood and all the miracles of Egypt, from these obvious and overt miracles, from the great and obvious miracles, Adam Maida, a person acknowledges, Banisam Hanistarim, the hidden miracles. Shehem What does that mean, the hidden miracles? The Ramban's opinion is, everything in this world is miraculous. Even though it looks like the economy fluctuates and it goes up and down, no, they're all open miracles. When we serve God, the economy goes up. When we don't serve God, the economy goes down. When we serve Hashem properly, we have faith. We're dedicated to Him wholeheartedly. Our health is good. When we don't, when we slacken, our health isn't. Even though it seems like you know there, there are uh, ups and downs in life. There are no ups and downs. Every instance, every phenomenon that occurs in this world is an open miracle. Even though it looks like a hidden <clears throat> phenomenon, from the open miracles of the Exodus, we come to acknowledge that everything that occurs in this world is the miraculous intervention of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Says Ramban, if somebody doesn't believe that every phenomenon that occurs in their life is the miraculous intervention of Hashem, Aim La'adam, Chelek, Batayras, Moshe Rabbeinu, a person has no shear in the Torah, because the whole purpose of the Torah and the miracles of Egypt are to acknowledge that whatever occurs to us is miraculous. A person has no shear in the Torah of Moshe, Ad Shayamin, until he believes, Shekal Devarenu, that all of our affairs, Omekreinu, and all of our happenings, Kulam, Nisim, are all totally miraculous. Ein Bahem Teva, there is no nature, Omen Shalaylam, or just regular flow of the world, Bein Barabim, Bein Biyachet, whether to a community or to an individual. Says Ramban, Ela in Yasa HaMitzvahis, if we perform the mitzvah, we'll be successful with reward. If we violate the mitzvah, we will be cut off with punishment. All by the decree of the Almighty. The purpose of the miracles of Yitzhak Mitzrayim are to allow our mind to understand that every single happening, event, occurrence, phenomenon are the open miracles of Hashem guised and masked in the cloak of what seems, of what we call Teva, of what we call Min Shalaylam, the regular flow of events, but there is no regular flow of events. Everything is pulled and governed. Because you'll ask, because I wear tefillin, it rains more, the economy is better, because if I fail to act properly to my neighbor, to my spouse, so things are more difficult in life, and the answer is absolutely this is what every mamin accepts, that from the miracles of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, we accept upon ourselves that everything in this world 
is the miraculous hand of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Ramban develops this further. We're going to read until at this point and develop this idea of Ezus Hashem when we get to the Teichacha and the Ramban's understanding of those Yudim, those promises in the Torah. And until then, uh, this, these Ramban, this Ramban should be something we take with us for our entire life. I would like to think that if there are five things that a Jew needs to know, this Ramban would certainly make the list. So, thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we have this chus to learn this together. And uh, for future Rambans, please continue to join us at the All Parsha uh, venue. Wishing everyone a good Shabbos. Baruch